Are you looking for partnership, strategy, consistency, and accountability? Well, Activation Nation is for you. Join our group for coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs for the support you need as we strive to activate 1,000 coaches to seeing their businesses be successful. Make sure you subscribe now at Facebook slash groups slash Activation Nation 1000. See you in the group. Tune in for the activation required to make an impact through your purpose at work and in the world. From sales and marketing executive to now an international speaker, life and business coach and media host, hosted by Melissa D. White, the activation specialist, (laughs) that's me. We're getting real about personal and professional moments with the world's top leaders and influencers to help you activate your voice and amplify your story. Now, let's get activated. Hello, and welcome back for this week's episode of the Activation Hour podcast. I'm your host, Melissa D. White, executive and life coach. And just you are joining me for my season of unlearning. Season two has been quite a ride for us to unlearn so many things that have carried us in life. And it may be time to just put some of those things down and pick up new beliefs, thoughts, and habits to help us live our purpose at work and in the world. Well, this week, uh, as with every episode, we're dealing with topics that I not only personally took on, but I'm inviting you to join me in this journey of unlearning. And one of those things happens to be about high performance versus balance. And quite honestly, you know, we, we talk about high performance thinkers and being, you know, in high drive and really that thrive for success. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm pretty alpha female when it comes to dominating in success. And we all love to check things off of the, you know, off of our, uh, I guess, proverbial list, if you will. There's always a list, whether it's personally, professionally, or everything in between. And so this episode, I'm joined by not one, but two phenomenal coaches, high performance coaches, if you will. And we're going to talk about how high performance think. They just, we're not wired like everybody else. We're different. You may even call us a little crazy, but high performers are not born. They're conditioned by habit and practice. High performance is a lifestyle. I want you to tune in, listen and lean in. You might want to get a notebook as always because my notes are always full because we're going to learn how to sharpen, heighten, and hone the five key areas of high performance. So this week, I'm joined by none other than amazing coaches, Maureen Shadiki and Alexis Lenehan. Coaches who are ready, poised, and positioned to help us think higher and somewhere along the way find a little balance. You're tuned into the activation hour. Don't be stingy. Share this information with your friend. Make sure you hit that share button. Go ahead and subscribe. We're joined live right now from our YouTube audience. So shout out to our YouTube audience, our Facebook audience. And if you're catching this on the replay on audio, we're found on all podcast platforms. Leave us a review. We want to bring you high value content as you get activated. Again, you're tuned in with the Activation Hour. I'm Melissa D. White. Lean in for high-performance thinkers.
Christine. Hi, Alexis. I'm always. Uh, how are you? I'm, oh, man, I'm excited. This is my favorite part of the week. Man, what are you talking about? I can look hang out with you guys. <laughs> yeah, so welcome to the activation hour. Um, I want, I love to share with my audience how I connect with um, just the amazing people that the world have po- of podcasting has brought to me and the world of coaching. And so we connected in a podcast group. But what I love about that group, it's so, it's, it's like this high intense group of thought leaders. And I mean, it's amazing. I've never seen so many incredible people in one place that were eager to share. And when you hit me with this topic, I said, oh my gosh, I have to, I have to have this conversation. But especially now, right? Everybody's struggling with um, what does leadership look like? What does performance look like? Is it fair to measure performance given all the trauma and things that we're going through? And so um, your what you ladies do. Um, with your work, particularly at Goal Set Coach. Why don't you set the tone a little bit? Uh, maybe I'll start with you, Maureen. Alexis, you want to chime in here. Tell us what what you do. What is the Goal Set Coach in bringing your program? Yeah, thank you, Melissa, for asking. First of all, we really enjoy your show. So we've been ecstatic to just be here with you this evening thank and with the audience. Thank yeah, you. Thank you for having us. Um, so for for what we do, Alexis and I do, we, we are um, clients come to us, they are struggling with being people pleasers, overachievers, um, perfectionists. Those are probably the main traits that come to us. And so what we give them access to is how to really get clear in who they are, maintain an energy for the long term, not just, you know, go, go, go and then crash, but really maintain that energy. Um, stepping in and into um, stepping over their fears that they have that have them stopped or limited Um, and then really increasing the productivity to no other level where you're like you're on it you know exactly what you're doing and you're getting it done Um, and then influence like it's influences and we found a lot of people feel like influence is almost manipulation whatever and it's absolutely not it's how you show up within your family your community your workplace and how you know it's like branding yourself who is it that you're branding wow i like that influence is it's not manipulation at all it's how we show up and and how we impact others i guess when we show up that's really good alexis tell us more about um your role you guys like tell me about your coaching style this is new for me i get like a two for one with my coaches here (laughs) how how does the coaching relationship work on what you do um in in your agency yeah so maureen and i um together we run a group coaching program um, we also run our podcast, uh, a podcast together as well. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually great. And we both, um, started off doing, uh, individual coaching and other forms of group coaching, um, on our own. And then when we met each other, we just, uh, connected like a soul sister connection. And then our, uh, our group was born. And, um, yeah, so, so that's kind of how we, we got together. We were doing it on our own. And then, um, we decided to sort of, join forces. And, uh, and, and that's how, yeah, that's how we connected. I love it. I love it. So um, how did the concept of goal set coach originate? Did it come from like a personal place or tell us the backstory here? So the um, backstory is, um, let's see, backstory is that 
when um, I'm, I'm actually also working in corporate. So I'm a business consultant for Kraft Heinz and I've done some work for other 500 fortune companies. Um, so what happened was I noticed that there's a lot of the people that I've been coaching, like C-level, executive level, that um, have these amazing skills. So the backstory was that how do I bring their skill set into Goal Set Coach? So they're formed Goal Set Coach. It's like, you know, really coming up with a goal, studying what it is, and then getting coached to get, get it achieved. And so it's not just an individual, um, a coaching thing. I would, we're looking at, uh, striving to have multiple coaches in different areas so that you get, um, you get uh, a very diverse group that can work with you. And, you know, what's great about Alexis and I is, you know, we come from different backgrounds. We have different um, experiences. She also has young children. I have teenage children. So we're in different stages of our motherhood. So really we get to, um, when we're working with our clients, they get a little bit of best of both worlds. And they can they can either connect with both of us or they connect with one of us. And that's the beauty of our program. I love that. I love the tag teaming of um, how to serve on a higher level. Um, people oftentimes misconstrue what we do as coaches. They think like it's therapists and we're, we're these life guys. It's like, no, no, no. You have a very clear goal. And my job is to, to to kick you a little bit and get you down the field. Like, come on, let's get this done. And the group coaching model, particularly with everything you talked about from how to use your influence, what does high performance look like? And in the description, when we talked about this episode, you said very clearly, like, look, Look, someone who's a high performer is not born automatically. They're conditioned by habit and practice. And there are habits that you all put together. What are what are the habits or in other words, traits of a high performance thinker? Yeah. So the first one that we like to start off with is, um, you know, a habit that a high performer often revisits off, often is clarity and how clear they are in where they are, whether that is in their personal life, in their relationships, in their health journey, or professionally. So it's not something that you just sort of kind of get clear on what you want to accomplish today, and then you don't ever have to revisit it, right? Because things change as we have uh, experiences and as we go through life. So um, the, the first kind of habit that we really dive deep into is is getting really clear on what you want, what you want for your life, mm-hmm. um, the type of lifestyle that you want, the goals that you want to achieve, um, and how you want to show up every single day. Like who is the the best of who you are? What is your truth? And mm-hmm. how do you want to present that to the world? So that's one of them. Um, another key one is, I Maureen had mentioned, it is our energy. And really, mm-hmm. high performers really understand that our energy is not just there or not, right? It is actually generated. We can generate mm. energy whenever we we want, whenever we need to. Um, but so often we live in a reactionary state. We allow everything going around us to affect, you know, if you've ever said, oh, they just sucked my energy away or, you know, that kind of that can happen, but a high performer sort of understands that there's uh, an allowance there, right? We've allowed them to drain our energy and we are also in control of getting it back. So, yeah. Wow. 
Wow, wow, wow. You this, you are really <laughs> like bowling down my alley here on that whole energy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a saying um, in, 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 you know, in our ministry and in my circles that you could be a thermostat or a thermometer. Mm-hmm. And you can either turn the heat up or turn it down. You have the power to do that. And a lot of people, that goes into what you were saying a moment ago about influence. People don't really realize one, that they have the influence mm-hmm. to to adjust this thing, right? And, or how to even use it. And that's the first thing about being a high performer. Like, hey, I know when to turn that thing up. I know when to turn it down. I know when it's necessary or when I need to be a little bit more adjusted in my approach. And that's so important. So you gave us two and I dropped it to the group and I love, they're all ready to give. I told you I have a high energy audience here. They said, hey, be clear on what you want. And uh, shout out to uh, Rachel Singer, Pastor Rachel Singer. She said, hmm, group coaching. She's a coach as well. Uh, uh, She's actually the coach who certified me. And so she's like, hmm. And, and because the group dynamic is, it's wonderful because you get to be around other like-minded people and it elevates you. Mm-hmm. And so I love that you do that in a group coaching model type of way. Um, you touched on um, the clarity. Um, and I know I'm kind of going backwards here from energy to clarity. Um, th- I love that that's number one. And before in the pre-show, we were talking about balance. And is that even possible? My question is, is clarity really possible? How do you even achieve that and kind of clean your mental slate before you can get to the rest of this? Yeah, and, and I, I think, like you said, like it's, it is absolutely possible, but understanding mm-hmm. that it's, like I said, it's not about getting clear, you know, one time, right? Mm. Clarity that you have in your 20s when you're single and, you know, love and life like, is very different than clarity maybe in your 30s if you're now married and, and starting a family. Clarity in your 40s is going to look different. So depending on where you, what, you know, age and stage you are in life, understanding that it's absolutely possible to have clarity now, just understand that it is sort of, it's a, it's an ever evolving, ever changing thing. And that's okay. Wow. You know how I interpret that? I'm, I'm, I like to package things and phrases. So the way I interpret what you said is clarity in seasonality. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That who you were especially as women who the 20 something year old Melissa Marina Alexis, boy, could we tell her a whole lot of, <laughs> a whole lot of lessons. It's like, girl, let me tell you like that. It, it's not that deep. And then you get older, right. And you're like, Hey, we're, we're a little bit more, you know, locked into what we want to do. Um, what do, do high performance thinkers um, have maybe a different routine, if you will, say how they structure their day from other people? Absolutely. So the high performers are very intentional in creating their day, week, month, or year. They're very intentional with what goals they want to achieve. And they're very mindful. If you were to look, to look at a high performer's calendar, you would know what they're up to because they have got it planned out, whether it's from self-care, whether it's to their you know, professional goals, whether it's being with their family. You could look at their calendar and you know that they've got they've done their best to balance things out and make things happen. It starts first thing in the morning and setting that intention, whether it's in, while you're brushing your teeth or taking a shower, but really playing out the day and how you want to show up either in a meeting or with your kids in the evening, what it is that you want to create for that day. That's where, you know, clarity and energy and even the courage comes in is like, well, how do I need to show up? I, I don't want to be doing this, but if my best self was showing up, how would I be showing up? 
So mm. it's just like really getting clear on how you want to, uh, and, and, and being prepared that anything, a curveball can be hit with you at any time and just yeah. going with the flow. I was uh, joking with one of, you know, I've seen it on TikTok too. People are like plot twist, you know, like, <laughs> you know this is not what was planned today. And you know, um, Melissa, it's really also being complete with the incompletion of your day as well. Right. It's, wow. it is, if you want to really nix anxiety and overwhelm in your life, mm-hmm. it's really being complete with what is incomplete in your day and going to bed with that. It's okay. Wow. Be complete with what is incomplete about your day. In other words, have peace. <laughs> Be at peace with it. Yeah. Wow. That almost feels like the precursor to balance. And I'm going to go there. We're going to talk about it. Um, we had a theory, like I mentioned a moment ago, before we went live. It's like balance. What balance? That's a that's a myth. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Um, yeah. Let's. I'm I'm bringing that up early earlier than I want. To, I think because I'm just so excited and chomping at the bit to talk about balance. Yeah. But um, how do how do we introduce that into the conversation? You take someone who's a high performer, and I warned you, ladies. I'm I'm radically transparent. You take a high performer like myself, who's like you see this full calendar, and you have to be careful to not complain about it because it's like, okay, God, I asked for this, and this is really cool. But then the balance, the antithesis of that would be rest, right? Mm-hmm. But then when the opportunity to rest comes along, it's like, I can't rest. I can't detach. It's, it's, it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. How do you address that? That like some people don't know how to level out. How do you deal with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we talk about this all the time. And I, you know, the phrase work-life balance, I, I don't like that, but it's just, it's, I I often use it because it's what people understand, but just understanding that, you know, balance, it's, it's not usually what we think about it in in the traditional sense, as I said earlier, is that it's, it's understanding um, all the different things, kind of those, those key ingredients that really make your life full, right? Whether Mm -hmm. that is your family, whether that is your, um, you know, uh, your hobbies or your, your passions, whether that is your work, uh, your health obviously should be a priority in there as well. And it's about making time for all of them, but it's not always that sort of 50, 50, like the work life balance often suggests I have to spend 50% of my time at work and 50% of my time at home. Um, it's about the quality of time that you Mm -hmm. spend in each place. And, um, I love the, when we're talking about Maureen, just was talking about a second ago about the morning routine and really taking that little bit of time every day to look through your, look through your agenda and make sure that you've got those things either somewhere in your day or in your week, um, that you're, you're hitting that. So whether that is your family, you've got your, you know, maybe your dinner scheduled out or your time with your, your kids or your spouse, um, Mm -hmm. you know what your priorities for work are. Um, and then being able to, to stay true to those commitments. And Mm -hmm. oftentimes when we're talking about balance, we're really talking about boundaries and what we're willing to accept and not accept, um, in the different areas of our life. And I love, I heard this recently was like the, a sling, the slingshot analogy, um, by taking that time and stepping back to just think through your day, Mm -hmm. look, open up your agenda and look to see. Um, it's like the, the slingshot that gets pulled back and then let go. And then you go twice as far, right? Like one step back to go two steps forward or whatever that phrase is, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's about 
It's about taking that beat and saying, hey, okay, what do I want to accomplish today or this week or this month? Um, as opposed to just like throwing yourself into it. And I think that's where a lot of high achievers are just like, go, go, go. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Like Mm -hmm. that type of mentality, but that's only going to get them so far. Will you achieve? Sure. You are going to achieve certain things, but for how long? And I think that's the difference between a high achiever and a high performer is that we're after success for the long term. We don't want to just like bolt out of the gate and then, you know, crash halfway. That is so good, Coach Alexis. Balance equals boundaries and not just boundaries with other people. Self-boundaries. With ourselves. That's probably the toughest, right? Sometimes it's Mm -hmm. easier to say, hey, I won't accept that. But how often do you say to yourself, you know, you you cross that boundaries. I'm never, I'm not going to eat, you know, I'm not going to eat that third bag of chips today. (laughs) But then we are open on the Like, Yeah. Yeah. So really keeping those boundaries uh, that we set for ourselves in the different areas of our life is important. We're not robots. We're not Mm -hmm. machines, right? Mm -hmm. We do have to be mindful and listen to our own, you know, uh, our own psyche, our own body. So Mm -hmm. making sure that you're staying balanced there and true to yourself and being integrous to yourself as well. Um, You know, if you need to take, if you know you hit it hard, like my Mondays and Tuesdays, I'm like hitting it hard. So I know that Wednesday evenings, I don't mm-hmm. schedule anything after five o'clock because that's my downtime. I'm connecting with my family. I'm in front of the TV, whatever I need to do to chillax. And then, you know, scheduling your yoga, if you do yoga or meditation, mm-hmm. that's been really key for me to get really um, balanced in what my thoughts are and what it is that I want to accomplish. And it's very easy to make a phone call or send a text and say, hey, it's not working for me today. Mm-hmm. Let's schedule for later in the week or next week. Yeah. You know, that's it. You actually can create the life that you want. Oh, and it, to some people that sounds almost unreachable, unattainable. Mm-hmm. But what that requires, what you just said, Coach Maureen, to say, hey, it's okay to tell someone I I, I cannot deliver that for you right now. Uh-huh. Um, and I believe every episode we've had up until now helps you get to the point of saying that. Because for me, I'd always struggle with people pleasing, which made me say yes too much <laughs> or even imposter syndrome. So now I'm stacking, I'm overstacking things because I feel like I have to open, overcompensate the value, which that goes back to self-boundaries. All of these things work together at play. Mm-hmm. They all they all impact the decision you just said of, hey, you know what? No, I can't. I can't do that. Yeah. It doesn't. I can't serve you at my highest level because I'm, I'm not at my highest level right now. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing I found. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. One thing I found really helpful is once I kind of came up with phrases that I was comfortable with, mm-hmm. um, because sometimes I just, I wouldn't know how to say no. So then just mm-hmm. default was yes. Like, sure. I'll help with the bake sale. Sure. I'll do this. Sure. And I'm over committing myself. Um, but once I learned, and I mean, it's going to be different for everybody, but one phrase that for me, I love is I, I, you know, if somebody asks me something and I know I cannot deliver on whatever it is they're asking, it's not going to fit in to what I've already established was going to be my priorities for this week or whatever it is. And I will say something like, do you know what? I would love to help you. This is what I can offer right? Like mm. I, I would love to help you. I can't make a hundred cupcakes, but what I can do is donate to, you know, be able to fund the lemonade stand or what, you know, whatever right. it is. So right. you are deciding 
what you're contributing at this time. And sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's like, I'd, I'd mm. really love to help, but right now I am, I'm overbooked or I, I'm yeah. completely, you know, I, I'm completely booked up, but you know mm-hmm. what? Definitely hit me up on the next one. You know, That's so true. it's just about finding it. Otherwise, yeah, if you're not prepared, you're, you're defaulting into the sure, of course. Yeah, I'll do it. Prepare for your no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be prepared for Practice it. Practice it in the mirror. Okay. If Absolutely. you're listening, that's your coaching homework assignment of the day. <laughs> practice your no yep. <laughs> in the mirror um, and become good at setting your own self boundaries. This is great. Um, so, when we talked, we touched on a little bit about having a more high productive day. Um, and I, I, I know you ladies are um, launching or you have launched your masterclass, which talks about that in terms of like high performance plus a balanced lifestyle. And I'm sure there's some practical things. I don't want you to give it all away because we want people to participate and get all of those jewels for themselves. But um, are there like tools that you use or that high thinkers use? to be productive? I mean, we're in such a tech-savvy age. I'm sure those who are listening are like, hey, anything that'll help me structure or compartmentalize this thing, I'm for it. So are there any, anything you have proprietary or that you recommend to have a high productive day and insert that balance? So, yeah. So um, if you go to our website, one thing we can tell you is go to goalsetcoach.com. That's mm-hmm. G-O-A-L-S-E-T coach.com. Mm-hmm. So you've got it running there. there um, and you can join our uh, masterclass. And it's a five-day masterclass. We've got quick 20-minute um, videos. And we actually give you tangible tools that you can use. And look, the first one of the things that um, be, we got certified by the High Performance Institute with Brendan Burchard. And he actually has a planner, which is the High Performance Planner that you can get on Amazon as well, which is a great tool to use as well if you're if you like to have planners. I like digital, so I like everything on my phone, but some Uh people really like the hand, you know, like being able to write it out and really plan their day. Um, So find what works for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And what what I would also say about being productive is making, like we said uh, uh, earlier, is making sure you're blocking out time and being intentional with it for yourself, your energy, being in tune with yourself. looking at where where you didn't see that you were showing up your best self and doing a self-assessment on that and saying, like, what could I do better? Like, what mm-hmm. worked and what didn't work? And just being good with that and trying something new. And, you know, a lot of us sit in our, um, we call it our monologue, where we stay with ourselves and we just always talking to ourselves. It's having a mentor or a coach or if you've got a really good friend that can even, you know, coach you, that's that's the key. If you look at the highest highest performers like Oprah Winfrey, Elon Musk, all of them, they have um, coaches that they work with so that they're yes. performing at the level to point out the blind spots that they may not see themselves. I you mean, when you look at NBA people, they watch their videos not to see what they're doing wrong, but what they could do better, mm-hmm. right? So. You're right. You're right. Shameless plug. Go get a coach. You got three of them right here. (laughs) (laughs) It's proven. Yeah. Yeah. It's proven. Um, I think I was reading a statistic that said, um, you know, I I, I wrote an article recently on the four relationships you need. I'm so glad you you like stepped right into that in terms of like the relationships of high performance thinkers. Mm -hmm. It's not a solo job. 
Um, and like you said, you're not born that way. It's who you're surrounding yourself with. I call mine my wise counsel. Last week's episode, we um, sat with my mentee and we talked about, you know, the four relationships, a coach, a mentor, an advocate and a sponsor. And it's, it's, it's a progression. It's a progression. And it's reciprocal. And, and, and you know, you'll learn that over time. And all of a sudden, you know, you, you sit in a room with high performance thinkers. You can't help but to be one yourself. So that's really important. So listen, guys, don't go anywhere because we're going to sit and talk more with Coach Alexis and Coach Maureen of the Goal Set Coach. You see their handles there. If you're on IG, go check them out. They have phenomenal content. I love their quotes. They have great quotables. These ladies are amazing. So uh, add Goal Set Coach. Uh, also, I'll drop their website here. But don't go anywhere unless you're going to share this with your friends and have a watch party or listen in because this is great information to help you think higher as a high performance thinker. You're tuned into the activation hour. We're taking a quick break, but we'll be right back. Are you a manager, trainer, or executive that wants to see maximum results for your team? Well, let me help you with that. Training is for information, but coaching is for results. Learn more about Activation Coaching International and our coaching certification program for business leaders who want to see the best results and even help your team activate their purpose at work and in the world. 65% of people say that working with a coach helped them improve performance at work. And 80% said that coaching helped them improve their self-confidence. What better way to invest in your team than by being a coach through Activation Coaching International? Learn more at bit.ly slash ready to coach. See our show notes for details. All right. Y'all still with me? We're going to keep this conversation going. I'm joined on this episode of the Activation Hour podcast where we're talking about thinking higher, high performance um, and high performance thinkers. And so I'm joined with these amazing coaches, Coach Alexis and Coach Maureen of the Goal Set Coach. And if you were listening to the first part, we just talked about what is a high performance thinker. Um, They're just we're different. <laughs> we're different. We we I love I love the way you set the tone ladies of what does a high performance thinker um do? What are their habits? What are their traits? How do we identify that? But then we also talked about how do we add some balance into that because you can't you can't be on go all the time. You're going to run out of gas. It's just, you know, um and and I love the way you put it. The balance really is boundaries. So if you if you want some of my notes, which I told you guys, get a notebook. You know how it goes down here. We we take notes and or you can just cheat and get my show notes. So make sure you subscribe and get the show notes. Uh but to to move kind of progress here in the conversation. Um one of the things about being a high performance thinker. I know personally and my audience can attest to this. I love measurable goals, you know, smart goals, that thing, the M in smart goals. And I, and even my background as a corporate trainer, I need benchmarks. I need, I need to see the needle moving. I need to know like, okay, like how, okay. All right. I, I'm a high performer, but how far did I go? And coach Alexis, you talked about that in terms of the sustainability of this high performance. Don't just like leap out there. You can leap out there powerfully and probably do something really cool, but how, how will that sustain? So let's talk about measurement. How do you measure high performance? I'm going to let Alexis answer this, but I just wanted to put in a plug. I love measurements and analytics and stuff like that. That's my jam. Yeah. Alexis, you go. 
my spirit twin when we talk about measurements because it just feels real mm-hmm. it, when you can see that move. So Alexis, yeah. what are your tips on measuring that that success of a high performance thinker? Absolutely. And, you know, we, Mary and I talk about this all the time in terms of, you know, what are we measuring or comparing against? And we always go back and the only thing, the only person that you should be measuring yourself against is what is looking back at you in the mirror. It's so easy to compare ourselves to what everybody else and, and the accessibility now is absolutely crazy with social media. It's easy to say, well, that person's doing this or that company's done this, or they've gone ahead of where I wanted to go. Um, but when we're talking about sort of measuring our own success, it's based on who we were yesterday, you know, as opposed to, um, of course there's some, you know, uh, more tangible, uh, measurements in terms of your goals. And what we like to do is sort of bucket those things and figure out what are the key steps in making real progress in those specific areas. Um, sometimes there's there could be a hundred things on your to-do list, but five mm-hmm. of them are really going to push you forward and the rest are kind of just nice to do or may help you a little bit along. So mm-hmm. after we realize that we our self-assessment is is just that a self-assessment. Like how mm-hmm. did we show up? Did we take care of ourselves in a way that we could be our best selves, our most creative selves, our mm-hmm. most you know clear and focused selves? Um, and then when we're looking at the goals that we want to attain, you know what is it? What is it for you? It's a very specific. What what is it going to be? What is it going to look like for you when you? How do you know when you hit that goal? Mm-hmm. Right. So it, I, I, there's not a one size fits all kind of answer in that, but the key there is you do need to identify that for yourself. And when you break it down and you say, okay, well, if, if A, B, C, and D gets accomplished, that's a really, you know, I consider that a success in my book and Mm -hmm. that's what you focus on. And then measuring yourself, how much did I do on bucket A, on bucket B today or this week? Yeah. So how, how did you measure yourself and setting the reasonable expectation ahead of time of what success looks like? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So Maureen, you wanted to contribute to that as well about measurement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you've got a Fitbit, this is a perfect example where you're you're comparing yourself, you're competing against yourself. This is the perfect tool I tell people. I was like, if you want to up your level, then that's what you need to be comparing to. Not somebody else's. Sure, you can do a you know, a uh, playful competition, right, on the Fitbits, how many steps we got in. But really, it's like it measures your sleep, it measures how much water you're putting in, your rate, heart rate. Your, mm-hmm. If you think about, um, you know, assessing yourself and then measuring and then going above and beyond that, you can, ju- I can look and say, oh, I didn't get up and walk around enough. Mm-hmm. I can, I can say, oh, I didn't go to bed on time. So that's mm-hmm. why I didn't get enough sleep. So you, you know, you know, right. So then what is it that you, what steps are you going to do to make sure you're achieving your goals? But yeah, that's a perfect example. That's an excellent, excellent example. That's good. Um, so let's measure. How, how do you, I want to talk about capacity? I'm just kind of throwing this in there when we talk about the capacity. How much can we take before like the pipe bursts? It's like, oh, okay, I'm overwhelmed because that's a real thing. And I, you know, I used to feel really guilty about being honest when my plate was too full. 
And it really the thing was being honest with myself, like, hey, you, you can't do that. And what began to happen is things would start to drop. Like I would forget stuff. It just, you know, whatever. And and that's what happens typically. Like you just kind of bump into things and it just gets messy. So let's talk about the capacity to maintain <laughs> the life of a high performance thinker. How do you what are some signs that maybe, hey, you've just reached your capacity and it's time to to insert that balanced lifestyle? Yeah, if you're, if you're getting up and you're feeling exhausted, if you're going to bed and you're like, I don't even know what to do with my life. If you're on the weekend still working and you're distracted, you can't be present, you clearly have too much on your plate. And the best way for you to assess that I tell, uh, we tell our clients first write down the 15 things that you really want for your life. Like, mm-hmm. I really want these 15 things. Now, once you go through those 15 things, and if you can, you can do this like right now and while you're listening to the show, write mm-hmm. those 15 things down okay. and then, and then circle the top five that are like have to. My life is not complete if these five things aren't there. Mm. And then focus on mm. those five things. And then when you have those five things, then break those into five milestones. Okay. Okay. And then start achieving those. We get distracted by the shiny object. We all do it. Well, I want to do this too. Oh, I want to do that too. And then we have to like, well, come back, come back. What is it that is very important? And then be in, te- in integrity with yourself that these are the things that I will c- accomplish before I would add anything else on my plate. It's about mm. the boundaries that Alexis mentioned. Mm-hmm. You're, you know you're beyond your boundaries if you're just, I can't take it anymore, right? Yeah. If you're saying that to yourself, then it's, it's time to reassess your lifestyle, what you're up to, and really hone it down to what it is that matters to you. Oh, I got homework, y'all. You do too. <laughs> if I got homework, y'all got homework, okay? <laughs> oh, these ladies are super awesome. I, seriously, I'm going to sit down and do this assignment. My 15 things, make my top five. Make them your five milestones. Um, you know, and it apl- Melissa, it applies anywhere. The executives that I um, also coach, I mm-hmm. asked them, like, this year, you know what your MBOs are? You know what your KPIs are? What are the five things that you have to accomplish? Yeah. And then how can we align on those? And that's what we do. But that's what we focus on because they want to do big things. They're high, big, higher performers, right? Yeah. If they want to really, if you're working on way too many things, you're not, your needle's not going to move. Everything's just going to, but if you really want to make an impact, pick those three to five things and just mm-hmm. hone in. Yeah. Yeah. How does the cliche go? Um, like you may be a doer of many things, but a master of none. Like you have a, ma- there's no oh, le- mastery. mastery, mastery. That's mastery. Mastery. There was a great, like in, in this same conversation about, you know, feeling that overwhelm, um, mm-hmm. you know, if you open up your agenda and you're looking through, this is, if you're already in overwhelm, you're already like, okay, way too much stuff is going on. Then, you know, if you open up your agenda and you, you know, you run through, ask yourself a series of questions. Mm -hmm. What can I delegate? Is there anything on my to-do list in my agenda that somebody else can do? Mm -hmm. Uh, When it comes to our families, especially, uh, you know, 
moms, women, I think not to say, and I know husbands and and men do a lot, Mm -hmm. but I think sometimes as a mom, like I know myself, it's kind of like, you have that saying, if I want it done writing, I just do myself. And I put all of those (laughs) things on my own plate. And I do that to myself. And every once in a while I have to look at that. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to do the laundry this week. Somebody else can do it. I'm not going to pick up my kid's room. My kid is my my oldest is six. I have a six and a three-year-old. He's big enough to put his laundry back in the in the hamper or bring it down to or whatever it is. So I have to remind myself of that. But I go through. I'm like, what can I delegate? What can I get somebody else to do? If people want to help other people, mm-hmm. and I think so often we feel like we're in this alone. We have to do it our, ourselves, and we don't. Mm-hmm. So what can you delegate and get it out of your agenda? Next, wow. what can you automate? What are you spending your time doing that you don't have to do? Um, you know. I have a great memory for, you know, song lyrics. Let's, I don't know how much my brain is dedicated to the old song lyrics, but to remember to pay my credit card bill or to pay something on time. It's not that I don't have the money or I don't think it's important. I just, it's not a priority for me. Mm -hmm. Introduce automatic bill payment, right? (laughs) Like spend an hour on a Saturday, go into your online banking and just automate all those things. You don't have to worry about missing a payment, getting a late check, right. none of that. That's one thing that I'm like, oh, I forgot the, my cell phone bill, you know? So yeah. what can you automate? Just take it off mm-hmm. your plate, right? Spend, that's that catapult, that uh, slingshot. Take an hour now, but then that's an hour you get back every single month for the next rest of your life. All I right? love so that. Delegate, automate. What can you eliminate? What does not have to be done? What did you put on your plate or put in your agenda? That's not that important. Maybe it was important three weeks ago when you stuck it in, but now it's not. Can you eliminate something out of your agenda? And then the, what's left mm-hmm. is the do it, right? That's the work that you got to do. That's the priorities um, that you in your agenda. And hopefully that creates up, frees up some more time to, you know, practice a little self-care add an extra lunch with a girlfriend or, or a friend. And, you know, all of those things that you're like, oh, I'll do that when I have time. Oh, I, I'll, you know, I'll call her, text him, you know, do whatever you got to do. All those relationships that are really like the lifeblood, like really what make life worth living. And if you ask anybody, you're going to say, of course, my family is important. Of course, my friends are important. Yeah. Of course they are. Then if, of course, why aren't you making the time to continuously add back into those relationships? Because we're allowing everybody else's agenda and everybody else's uh, requests kind of come yeah. in there, right? Every day. We don't, we don't realize, but it just, it adds up. And then before we know it, we're in overwhelm. We're like, what am I doing? I feel disconnected. I feel run off my feet. So open your agenda after you figure out your five things. And your, your five yeah. milestones, they're like, they should be, you should be able to see them in your week, mm. in your agenda. Yeah. That's perfect. You want to add to that, Coach Maureen? Yeah, I was, I was just going to say, if you're walking around saying life just keeps happening to me, mm-hmm. listen, take uh, Coach Alexis' pointers and start looking around and seeing what you can apply with the automate, delegate, eliminate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's easy. And so I love a good list like that. <laughs> <laughs> I live for a list. <laughs> delegate, automate, eliminate. and. Um, this is this is so perfect. I'm I'm even I'm thinking of things now and how that's impacted me. My family teases me because I'm the queen of like 
uh, you know, shipping my like before it was a popular thing too like having groceries delivered because I tried I once traveled pre-COVID a lot like mm-hmm. I, the and it the best like oh, shipped shout out I mean I not y'all not a sponsor you can be but shipped groceries <laughs> I'm like hey groceries on demand um yeah. you know uh even laundry service and it's not give yourself permission yeah to make time for what you love. No, I don't like doing laundry and I don't feel guilty about it. No, I don't always like to cook. And I'm a woman in the South and people look at you crazy. I'm like, I don't like it. I want to eat. I don't want to always cook. So meals, whatever it takes to give you peace and time and room to breathe, do Uh that. And it's money so well spent. And honestly, I've seen areas where I've it has yielded me more revenue and money because I'm clearer to think on a higher level. I'm not stuck on menial things. So I think I think it's it's that's an investment. It's an investment in you when you um, delegate, automate, <laughs> and eliminate. And um, for the perfectionist out there, this is not, you may have to do a little bit of work here because I know you're probably thinking, yeah, but they don't fold it like I do. They don't. Oh. Do, you know what? In five years from now, are you going to care how that t-shirt was folded in your drawer for those few weeks? On, no. no. <laughs> let it go. Let, let it, it. Let it go. I, I don't think yeah. you see this like it says let it go. You, <laughs> oh, you do have a let it go sign. It says let it go. Like, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So important. It's, yeah. it's like having teenagers, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> as long as they're cleaning up their room, as long as they're doing the chores, however they did it, as long as it's done. Yeah. <laughs> Progress, not perfection. Yeah, I don't, and we, we talked about that in a previous episode about perfectionism mm-hmm. and that which one do you want? You want perfect or you want done? Mm-hmm. Done is better than perfect. Absolutely. Exactly. And you're not, you know, you, you're not going to die. It's okay. It's okay. Like you said, it's um, that is this is such a recurring theme. And I can't even just say it's a woman thing. I think it's a people thing. Uh, high performers want it our way. We just do. Mm-hmm. And so that's such a practical tool for the high performers listening. Um, hire the help you need. And Coach Alexis, you, I could have like screamed when you said people want to help. They do. Yeah. There's somebody watching you right now who would be honored to jump in and, and help because they believe in the vision too. Mm-hmm. I, t- I tend to tell people and not to get too deep or whatever or, or spiritual, but as a minister, I, I feel inclined to share this part though. The, in Habakkuk, when it talks about write the vision and make it plain so that they, they may run. Mm-hmm. Not you, they. And then people look at me like, I was like, so obviously if you're the visionary, mm-hmm. there's someone who's supposed to take that vision and run with it, which means you got to give it to somebody. It's not yours to carry. Absolutely. And when I tell that leaders, faith-based leaders, community leaders, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. As a leader, you have to understand your role. Um, and I can even equate it to, and I know you can, you guys can appreciate this as corporate leaders and trainers, is when you talk about the, 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 uh, the organizational chart, which essentially looks like a pyramid, well, those at the top, and, and really, it can really happen in a cycle. As a leader, you spend time with your team and then you go back to the mountaintop and say, okay, now I can strategize. Let me let me kind of go down to the ground level, get a view of what's going on, but let me go back up so I can strategize for you. It's I, I, I like to look at it as cyclical, but you have to remember, don't stay down from the mountaintop too long because if you get in the weeds again, you're setting yourself up. You're sabotaging your natural ability and who you are. Yeah. You have to 
very careful as a high performance thinker to not get in the weeds because you won't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You won't. So that's really good. Listen, guys, these ladies are having a masterclass. So there, you can, there's more. Oh, there's more. You can catch more of Coach Maureen, Coach Alexis in their masterclass. You want to tell them one more time about your free, free 99. It doesn't get better than this. Like I'm in for uh, the free five-day masterclass. Um, Tell us more about what they can expect and how they can join you. So in the masterclass, um, you can go to our website, which is scrolling at the bottom right here. Um, Go to our website, register. It's totally free. You'll get videos that'll come to you for the next five days, quick 20 minute. And it'll also give you some action items to start taking, um, start doing right away. And you'll I promise you, people have done this. They see immediate changes in their life. Um, and um, I think, but before the end of the month, we will have another free training that'll be coming out, which will be addressing that overachiever, that perfectionist, mm-hmm. the the uh you know people pleaser and we will be talking about the mistakes that they're making and how they can really overcome those so that'll be another uh training to look out for so you want to get registered now so you can be first ones to get those um but yeah you can check it out check us out there we also have our own podcast which we'd love to have you there melissa Um, just tell me i'm there (laughs) yeah yeah successful women spill the tea Um, We have some amazing women who are sharing their story, how they got to the success that they're at, what it took, you know, how they they're living their high performing life. And it's 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 been phenomenal. We've been loving it. Alexis and I like really been having a great time, you know, with these ladies creating a tribe of women who are supporting each other, who are making are really creating their best life. And um, it's, it's just a beautiful thing. You know, as women, we wear multiple hats. We do so many things at once and we're always striving for that balance. And it's really within ourselves. Once we get really centered with who we are, that it, everything else just comes naturally. And, mm-hmm. and you'll be surprised how much the, the world, the universe, God really contributes to you. It's not conspiring against you. It's really contributing to you. Mm-hmm. It's not conspiring against you. It's contributing to you. If if that was, I couldn't think of a better final note than that. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us on the Activation Hour and dropping these amazing gems. Guys, you don't want to miss out on the show notes because boy, these notes are good. These ladies gave me amazing lists to make sure that you maintain your life as a high performance thinker and insert a balanced lifestyle. So make sure you subscribe. If you're on YouTube, click that button. If you're on all other platforms, wherever your button is found, click that button to share, subscribe, leave a review. I want to keep bringing you amazing content to help you find your purpose at work and in the world. Special thanks to my guest today, Coach Alexis and Coach Maureen of the Goal Set Coach. Make sure you show them some love, visit their website, learn more about the programs and follow them on social media. You've been tuned in to the Activation Hour podcast, the season of unlearning and finding purpose at work and in the world. I'm your host, Melissa D. See you next time. Bye. Bye. If you love this episode, please make sure to subscribe, turn on your notifications, and share with a friend. 
Also, if you really want to get behind the scenes, go now to our YouTube channel at The Activation Hour. The link is found in the show notes for you to actually see my guest live and in person and to even catch more details of our conversation behind the scenes. Stay connected and join us next time for The Activation Hour, Purpose at Work and in the World.